Once again this week, I am amazed at how the assigned lectionary texts speak into the world in which we live. These passages chosen years ago to come up in a cycle that leads these texts to be the ones that are suggested for this Sunday when no one had any idea what 2020 would look like, yet speak so directly into the needs of our lives and the world. Today, our lectionary readings include Psalm 13. Psalm 13 is a prayer of help, calling on God to do what only God can do in the midst of the life of the psalm writer. But it speaks for us who need God to show up and bring his help into our lives today. Psalm 13. How long? How long will you forget me, Lord? Forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long will I be left to my own wits, agony filling my heart daily? How long will my enemy keep defeating me? How long, how long, how long, how long? Four times in two verses. How long? That seems to be the most common question that people have been asking me. Or as I've been in conversation and we have reflected on our lives together in this world, how long just seems to come up over and over. Like 2020 seems to be the longest year we've ever had, and we're not even quite halfway through yet. How long is this year going to last? How long? How long until we can get back together for church? Oh, I hear that one a lot. How long? How long until there's a vaccine for COVID-19 and things can get back to normal? How long until we can go back to work? How long are we going to have to wear masks? How long until the kids can go back to school? How long? How long are we going to have to struggle with racism and talk about this? How long? Oh, we relate to the words of the psalm writer who in the midst of a difficult season of life cries out, How long will you forget me, O Lord, forever? It feels that he has been forgotten by God, that he has been left to rot in the midst of his struggles, that his enemies are going to defeat him over and over and over again. And so he begins his prayer for help the same way that we are right now, just simply crying out, how long? God, is it going to be like this forever? How long till things go back to normal? How long till we get out of this mess? How long? Man, does this speak in to our lives today. 
this wondering how long God is going to let things go on like this. Then it seems to me that many of us, having said how long, follow it up with, somebody's got to do something about this. How long is it going to be like this? Somebody's got to do something. And maybe, maybe we wish the governor would do something. Or the president would do something. Or the pastor would do something. Or the bishop would do something. How, how long are they going to let it be like this? Like, we can't wait forever. I've heard that so many times too. Like, how long is it going to be like this? How long are our lives going to be in this space? And they can't stay like this forever. It's a way to say somebody's got to do something about this. It's exactly what the psalm writer says in Psalm 13, verse 3. Having said, how long? Four times in two verses. He now says, look at me. Answer me, Lord my God. He's saying somebody has to do something about this. And the one who can do something is God. And so he implores God to look upon him and to answer him and for God to do something about the mess that he's in. Look at me. Answer me, Lord my God. Restore sight to my eyes. Otherwise, I'll sleep the sleep of death, and my enemy will say, I won. My, ref my foes will rejoice over my downfall. See, he knows that somebody needs to do something. But he's smart enough to know that that somebody is God. He cries out. He begs God to see him and to answer him. Because he knows that God is ultimately the only one who can fix his situation. Seems to me that God's people have been spending too much time arguing with one another or complaining about the decisions that the leaders over us are making. And we are not spending enough time asking God to look upon us with his favor and to answer our requests. Now, I pray for our leaders. I pray for our president, and I pray for our governor, and I pray for our bishop, and I pray for my fellow pastors, and I, I pray for the, the lay leaders in our church. I, I pray for all of us to have the wisdom of God to make the best decisions that we can in each moment of 2020. But ultimately, God's the only one who can lead us out of this. God's the one who can bring us out of a pandemic. God's the one who can restore the financial health of our people. God is the one who can heal racial divisions that have gone on for generations and generations. It's God's the one who can do that. And so having said how long and wishing that things were different and that we were in a different place, we should fall to our knees and cry out for God to see us. Look at me, the psalm writer says. It says, God, turn your eyes to me. God, see the reality of our situation. God, he says, answer me. 
because he knows that God is the only one who can fix his mess, and God is ultimately the only one who can fix our mess too. Sure, we can make things better or worse in the decisions that we make every day. But what we really need is for God to show up and do what only God can do. Do you know what it is that God can do? Paul tells us what it is that God can do in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 20 and 21. Glory to God, who is able to do far beyond all that we could ask or imagine by his power at work within us. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus for all generations forever and always. Amen. Who is God? God is the one who is able to do far beyond all that we could ask or imagine. What can God do far beyond all you could ask him to do, and he can do far beyond anything you could imagine that he could do. What can we imagine that God could do with the difficulties of 2020? What good could you imagine that God could bring out of this difficult year? God can do beyond all that we could ask or imagine. And so when you wonder how long and you wonder who's going to do something about this, turn to God in prayer and ask him to do what only he can do because he's the only one who can do beyond anything that you could ask or imagine. Your pastor can't do more than you ask of him. Your bishop can't do more than you ask of him. Your governor can't do more than you ask of him. Your president cannot do more than you ask of him. We so often fall short, but our God is the God who can do more than you ask or imagine. So when you say how long and you wonder who's going to do something about this, turn to God, ask him to look at you and to hear your prayer. And ask him to be at work in our lives right now. The psalm writer goes on. Verse 5. But I have trusted in your faithful love. My heart will rejoice in your salvation. Yes, I will sing to the Lord because he has been good to me. What? How long, Lord, will you forget me? That's where this starts, right? Will you forget me forever? And now he ends that I trust in God, I rejoice in God, and I sing to the Lord because he has been good to me. So which one is it? (laughs) Has the Lord forgotten you or has he been good to you? You know what? The psalm writer remembers 
that even though he feels that God has forgotten him, even though he is overwhelmed by his enemies, he is overwhelmed by his situation, and he doesn't know how long it's going to be until something changes, he remembers that God has still been good to him. I have trusted in your faithful love. Do you know why that reminder is so important? I have trusted in God's faithful love so that you can trust in his faithful love now. It says, my heart will rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has been good to me. And we can trust, we can rejoice that the God who was good to us before will be good to us now. And whatever tomorrow brings, God will be good to us then as well. The psalm writer, in the midst of his own anguish, cries out to God for help. And then he looks in two directions. He looks to the past. And he remembers what God has done for him. And he lets that give him hope and trust now. That even though his situation is still a mess, that even though things haven't been fixed, he looks to the past and he remembers what God has done for him. And he trusts that the God who was good to him then will be good to him now. But he looks in another direction. He also looks to the future. and imagining that God has answered and that God can do more than anything he asks or imagine. He has hope that God will bring a better future than the problems of the present. And the future hope that he has in God begins to invade the present. Oh, that's my prayer for you this week. That in the midst of your struggles, when you cry out, how long would the hope that you have in God bringing a better future invade your present? Would the peace that God could bring you in the future invade your life now? Would the joy that God could bring into your life in the future come into your life now? Our God is the God who can do more than we ask or imagine. And we believe that he is going to lead us out of the struggles of 2020. We believe that he will lead us into a future where we are not dominated by the pandemic. And he will lead us out of these economic difficulties. And he will bring healing to the divisions of this nation. We believe that God will do that in the future. And so we look for God's future to invade our life now the hope that we have that God will lead us to a better tomorrow gives us hope to live with now. Oh, how long, oh Lord? I don't know how long. I don't have the answer to any of your how long questions. 
But what I do know is what the psalm writer knows. That the God who has been good to us will be good to us again. And we can trust in that now. Let's pray together. Oh, how long, Lord? How long, O Lord, will the numbers of people infected by the pandemic continue to go up? How long, Lord? How long, Lord, till we can get back to life as we need it to be? How how long until it's safe to gather together again as a church? How long until our kids are going to be able to go back to school? How long until our friends who have been laid off, can go back to work. How long, Lord? Lord, we, we don't know how long, but we, we confess that we are tired and we are overwhelmed. And God, we wish that these situations would change. And so God, we pray that you would look at us and that you would answer us. And Lord, that you would lead us into a better future. Lord, would you bring healing from this virus? And Lord, would you provide a vaccine? And Lord, would you give us wisdom to know how to live now so that we can gather together again safely. Lord, would you do what we don't have the power to do, and that is to lead us out of these struggles. God, we remember that you have done good things for us before, and we trust that you will do good things for us again. And so would your future, would, and so would the future that you have planned for us become a reality in our lives even now. Help us, even though we are tired, to live with trust in your unfailing love and to live with hope that our God will answer us. It is in the name of Christ Jesus, our Lord, that we humbly pray these prayers. Amen. Let us be people who trust in the faithful love of God and whose hearts rejoice in his salvation. May our lives give praise to the Lord because he has been good to us and he will be good to us and he is good to us even now. Go now in the name of Jesus Christ to love and serve our Lord.